Hello again, beautiful beings of light, and welcome back to another Expand podcast episode with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk about cutting through the bullshit to get to the real shit. And another kind of way to put this is emotional intelligence. There's so many different angles to this. I actually don't even know what the literal definition of emotional intelligence is. I think my perspective of it anyway would be individuals who are aware of their own emotional reactions and output and emotional navigation And then also someone who is aware of the emotional output of others, you know? So I think just just emotional awareness really would be that emotional intelligence. And I think also people who have the tools to navigate emotions appropriately is also a part of the emotional intelligence. A really good example of a generation that has lacking emotional intelligence, and that's not everyone in the generation, but a lot of them, is uh, boomer men. That's what I call them. I call them boomer men because that's really who they are. They're boomer men. And my dad and my wife's dad are really good examples of typical boomer men who have minus five emotional intelligence. Like they just, if they get threatened, they shut down. If they get challenged, they're prideful. Like they just, they have zero understanding of emotional intelligence. And I've decided that is not my responsibility to educate them on emotional intelligence. It's it's just something that we who are very aware um, of emotions, we just have to deal with these individuals in our life. So I just want to describe one experience that I'm aware of with starseeds. Starseeds, old souls, whatever you want to call indigos, whatever you want to call them. And essentially, there are a certain section of the population, you might totally be a part of this, where you're able to literally cut through the bullshit, and really get to the real shit. And what I mean by that is you can meet someone for the first time and totally look past all of their identifiers, all of their projections, all of the bullshit that they think make up themselves, and you can really see them for who they are. And I guess another word for this would be like intuitive or empathic, right? Like, You're not really listening to their words. You're not really looking at their face. You're not looking at their outfit or their identities. You're you're feeling their soul. And when we do this, and I've done this many times before, when we do this, we start to make a connection to who they are beyond all of the bullshit. And what happens when we do this is... We give them a lot of opportunity to show us their true self because we see their true self, but because they're not there themselves, we basically put up with a lot of bullshit. So there's a little bit of this naivety that I find goes into this energy of being able to see through the bullshit. 
I see you for who you are. I know you can be this person. So I'm waiting patiently for you to be this person. And then they never become that person because you're only seeing their true self and not their projected self. So you don't actually accept that there's even a projected self. So you're not really present with them in the moment. It's like you're not meeting them where they're at. You're meeting them where they're potentially going, if that makes sense. And I find that a lot of starseeds do this. And this is part of the reason why a lot of starseeds and old souls get into really toxic relationships, whether it be it through work or romantically or in uh, family dynamics. You know, we just give opportunity after opportunity because we believe that they can change because we can see their true self, but they're not there yet. And it could take 10 years to get there. Are you going to wait the 10 years? Right? It's almost like this energy of we have to see them for where they're at and we have to see the potential within them, but we also have to really understand what we need. And if where they're at is serving us for what we need, most likely if you have the emotional intelligence to be aware of both sides and they're not aware of both sides, then most likely it's not going to be an energetic match. If they're not even aware of their own potential and you are, then it's probably not going to work out. And the reason why I say that is we typically attract people in our life who are matching our vibration. So especially in romantic relationships, if you are not fully healed with your past traumas, you are most likely going to attract someone who is not fully healed within their past traumas. And if you both show up in that capacity, That's fine because there's an opportunity to learn from each other and grow and heal and change together. But if you're coming in with a very apparent awareness of everything and they're coming in with an unawareness or ignorance of a lot of things, then right away you're coming from two very different perception places And a lot of the time, all of this is unspoken and none of this is really brought up. (laughs) You know, we get into these patterns of seeing their best self without even realizing that all we're looking at is their potential self and not their current self. And this is why I'm doing this podcast episode specifically so that you can restructure your own mindset, understand that you have these really wicked abilities, really cool abilities, but at the same time, you know, utilizing them appropriately and not just seeing through the bullshit, seeing all of it, right? Because someone's identifiers, someone's projection point, someone's attachments, even though that's not the real them, if they believe that's the real them, then that is who they are in that moment. And we have to understand that And then ask ourselves if if that serves us, if that's something that we want. And most likely it's not, right? So we can't just keep cutting through the bullshit of this reality. 
it's kind of like looking at the planet. And you could look at the planet by cutting through all the bullshit and and with rose-colored glasses, you could say, wow, like humanity has so much potential and we could really get to a place of having this beautiful, utopian, equality-based society. And yes, absolutely, we have that potential. And there are so many different elements that could go into that potential that would be really amazing for everyone within that potential. But if that's all we see right now, how do we get from the absolute brutally separating inequality 99 versus 1%, how do we get from there into that utopia? If all you're looking at is the utopia, then you're not actually applying solutions to make the transition. It's kind of like, don't just look at the 5D, because we're not just in 5D right now. And that could actually be a little bit of cause for, once again, naivety, being taken advantage of, uh, sacrificing yourself for the better good. It's like part of us has to be really realistic at this time. Now, likewise, if you were to only look at the 3D or 4D, only look at the agendas and the conspiracy and the drama and the wars across the world and the corruption and just everything that's going on, you're going to be so freaking depressed. You're going to be so disheartened. You're going to be so discouraged. You're going to be stuck. Same thing, like some people look at other people and all they see is the darkness, all they see is the corruption, or even they make up corruption in their mind because that's the vibration that they're coming from. And likewise, if all we see is the negative or the 3D, then we're never actually bridging the gap between the 3D and the 5D. We have to be at a place where we're seeing the bullshit just as equally as we're seeing the real shit. The projection versus the potential is what I would say. Projection versus potential. And uh, this is a really good kind of point of awareness for you. When you meet someone for the first time, I want you to ask yourself, what's the projection here? And then I want you to ask yourself, what's the potential Like for me, I'll be checking out at a grocery store and I'll take a look at all of the covers of the magazines and I'll ask myself, what's the projection here? What's the vibe that this person on the cover is giving off or this drama headline is giving off? And then I'll tune in intuitively and I'll say, what's the potential? Like what's really going on behind the scenes? What's the real shit here? What's the real scoop? right? And maybe that article is a distraction from the truth. Maybe that article is only displaying 1% of the truth. Maybe that article is totally spinning the truth, you know? And, And that's where we utilize our intuition to go behind the veil, to go behind the scenes. And that's what we need to do. We need to utilize our emotional intelligence to understand both sides of this reality. Now, I would say the next real step in this, and I would say actually the first step in this is understand and monitor how you're interpreting and observing the world around you, yes, but likewise also understand 
how you're monitoring, interpreting, observing, acting, and reacting with your own emotions with yourself. And the word that comes up with this is responsibility. Are you taking the appropriate steps to be responsible for your own actions and reactions? It's one thing to observe and be aware and navigate the world around you, which is just as important as navigating your own reality. As a matter of fact, I would say navigating your own perceptions and reality and emotional intelligence is more important than the world around you. Because once you master your own actions and reactions and interpretations or misinterpretations and observations and reactions, when you, when you get to a point where you're at that place within yourself, then you're very keen and you're very aware and you're very easy to navigate the world around you. Work on the internal first and then you can work on the external with the projections and the real. So then the question is, what are you projecting and what is the truth behind the projection? Why are you projecting that aspect of self? Are you not confident? Are you projecting for a reason? Now, there's a balance here too, right? Like, if I think about myself, there are certain moments where I will project a certain identity. And I'll do that for a particular reason. Like, I guess a good example would be when I'm around uh, my wife's father, who is this very proper, very, you know, six foot four British man, I know that I am, you know, I'm going to dress very nice because most likely we're going to go to a very nice restaurant and I'm going to be very proper, but not so much to the point where I'm actually suppressing my true self, right? I just angle myself in a certain way. I think as long as we're utilizing projections and identifiers and aspects of self in a conscious way, and we're not blended with those aspects of ourself, and to say that means we're not unaware of utilizing different aspects of self, I think that's okay. I think that truly is mastery. And I would say that probably 95% of my every day and my life is is me. It's the real shit because there, there's very little pretending. Like, for example, if I had a nine-to-five job, if I had a corporate job, I would go into work and I would be, yes, a part of myself, but I'd probably be 50% the real shit and 50% the projected shit. I would have to behave a certain way in that environment. Luckily for me, in my life, there are very few environments I have to behave any differently than I am right now. For example, when I'm around my own family, I will go right back into my very bubbly, very excited inner child energy. And I love that. I love that my family brings that out in me. That's something that I'm very aware of hopping into. And it's something that hopping into that projection and that identity really brings me value. I enjoy hopping in and out of different identifiers, mostly because I'm aware of those identifiers. 
And this is a lot of, you know, retraining our patterns, refocusing on our programming, and really truly understanding where we are existing and living through a lens that we're not in control of. You know, a lot of unawakened people, they're living through so many different identifiers, so many different aspects of projection that they feel like they're completely spiraling out of control in their life. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they want. It's very similar to an actor being on stage and playing a role and losing themselves in that role. They just don't know. They don't know the real shit anymore. So it's not about always being real and true to yourself. Like one of the things that comes to mind is around family, right? It's like most of the time family just doesn't understand you. You're probably the black sheep in the family. You're probably, you know, the odd one out, the star seed, the one who has a different way of thinking. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to yell at the top of your lungs how you feel about certain things and push your beliefs on everyone else just because you feel not heard and not seen. That would be an aspect of you being really real all the time to the point where your realness is not understood, is not accepted, is not seen by others. And that could be really difficult and really detrimental for you because by you choosing to be real all the time, you're creating more issues than there needed to be. Like what I learned a long time ago was how to play the game. I'm going to play the game by being this person in this moment. I don't have to bring up spirituality and the laws of the universe and, you know, morality in every conversation that I have. I can let all of that shit go and just be a human and enjoy that aspect of being a human and have a good time. But as long as I'm aware of what I'm choosing as far as my identity from moment to moment, I feel empowered. I feel in control. I feel like no one is choosing that for me. I don't feel like I'm downplaying anything. I feel like that is the appropriate way to be in that moment, not because I feel pressured by society, but because I feel like that is the vibration that I'm going to align to in order to be in the most harmony with my environment so that I can have the easiest, best, and the highest vibrational time. If I'm on a different plane of existence, I'm going to struggle a lot. <laughs> and uh, and that's going to suck. So, Starseeds, it's not always about cutting through the bullshit and getting to the real shit. It's not always about the bullshit, and it's not always about the real shit. It's about you observing yourself, observing the world around you, observing who people are projecting themselves to be and who people really are, and likewise who you are projecting yourself to be, who you really are, and always having that basis of the real, the truth. And then with that basis of truth, observing who else you need to be from moment to moment and not needing to push any sort of narrative but to be able to acclimate to the environment around you in a way that feels good, in a way that feels harmonized. So think about it. In what ways are you projecting yourself? 
in a healthy, appropriate way? In what ways are you projecting yourself in an inappropriate or unhealthy way? And do you feel in full control of your reality, your behaviors, your actions and reactions? And how do you observe others? Do you observe them within the bullshit? Or do you observe their real shit? Or are you able to take a look at both at an individual and a collective level? I believe that taking a look at the 3D and the 5D simultaneously is where we have full control, full mastery, full responsibility, and full awareness of everything that's going on around us and within us. With that being said, thank you all so, so much for being here. Make sure you give this podcast a five-star review, share it with your friends, hop on over to my Instagram at elizabeth.april, go over to my YouTube for more epic content, and uh, as always, I'll see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency. Bye for now. Thank you.